everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from beautiful Salt Lake City, Utah, it's Thank God I'm Atheist, the podcast. I'm Frank. And I'm Dan. And coming up today, uh, well, we're, we, uh, there's obviously been some world events. Um, we're going to talk about Orlando. That need to be discussed at this point. We're going to do it. So, um, so that will be up on the second half of the show. Um, but in the meantime, we have our regularly scheduled program. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, we've, we've meticulously scoured the internet for non Orlando stories. Boy. Yeah. I'll tell you what, (laughs) not an easy feat this week, this week, trying to find anything that has the word religion remotely attached to it that doesn't have the word Orlando attached to it. Yeah. Not the easiest thing in the world to find. So, you know, and rightly so. Sure. You know, our attention is probably where it needs to be at the moment. Yeah. Uh, but we're going to try to distract <laughs> Just for a bit. from that for a second. Just for a so, bit. So we found some good stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to start us off with uh, California. You've heard of this state. It's one of the bigger ones yeah, okay. that we have yeah. uh, yeah. In, in our union here. Mm. Uh, they have... Uh, they have been the, the uh, one school board in California, which mm. is the Antelope Valley Union High School District. Yeah, okay. Or Union High School District uh, has has been dealt a terrible blow okay. uh, in negotiations. They every year they print a list of scholarships that students that high school students may want to apply for in their quest for uh higher education higher education and paying for it yes indeed uh and for the last 2 years two atheist groups have oh. submitted uh uh scholarship descriptions to them to say, hey, print these. I know, I can't talk today. <laughs> Frank's, <laughs> Frank's looking that? at me like, you're, you're struggling for just normal people words now. <laughs> yes, I am. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, right, so, so they put, so they put their name been, they, consider it like... Well, no, this, said, is just, hey, this is just like... Apply every, if you want. Right. So this is everybody that has a scholarship submits to this group, submits to this list, and then they just list them. Right. So it's not like you have to apply to get your scholarship on this list. You just... Say you have one. Right. And yes. they do it. Well, they haven't done that with these two scholarships. So this one of them is uh-huh. by the Fufferf. Okay. And one of them is a local scholarship. It's Oh, you mean they didn't list them? They wouldn't list them. Oh, Jesus. So Christ. one of the scholarships is from the Antelope Valley Freethinkers. Okay. Uh, a local, uh, obviously a local group. And Seems harmless enough. They f- think freely. Yeah. And, except that it's not. Um, the... Uh, the Antelope Valley Union High School District uh, said no. The last two years, both of these uh, have been conveniently left off of the list. That's it's, bullshit. Yeah, it is bullshit, especially considering there are faith-based scholarships on the list. Double bullshit. So uh, the Fufurf, uh sued, as is their wont. Yeah, they, they are. They are wont to sue a litigious group. They'll take action, legal action, uh, <laughs> as they appropriately should. Uh, and so they sued. So the problem seems to have been, uh, at least according to the school district, that okay. these scholarships, the essay questions that they were asking, were mm-hmm. leading to discrimination against the Christians or against or against religion. 
It was asking kids to be mean, essentially, to religion. About religion. Right, yeah. No, it's really not. I mean, like, they're basically, all of these essay questions, I've read them, they're basically like, talk about how it's hard to be a free thinker, you know, when you're surrounded by religion. not free thinkers. Right. And, and, you know, inherent in that is, yes, uh, maybe a little sense of superiority. In the sense no. of like, I'm the I'm the scientific thinker. I'm the one who's using logic and reason, and they're the ones who are, uh, you know, not. So I get that. There's a little bit of that there. Still, you can't just not include them on the list. No, that's some it, bullshit. Especially if the list is just a list. Yeah, you know exactly. So the so the fur fur sued. They've won. There is a the the uh, basically. The, the whole it's a settlement and the settlement says that they are going to list the scholarships uh in the list and they had to pay ten thousand dollars to cover the legal fees mm. so right. there you go okay good don't fuck with the fuffer do not <laughs> all right well here's another group you don't want to fuck with yeah the uh amish pack oh dear that's pac right right uh, a political action committee right targeting the Amish, <laughs> targeting the oh, like, pro- the, so there's a it's this is a pro-Trump pack. Oh my! Um, this is a first in American politics. <laughs> they have formed a pack that is specifically targeting the the Amish community, promoting their candidate. Uh, and of course, this uh, you know normally uh, packs spend a lot of money on like radio and television advertising right you that's know. not going to be useful uh, for the amish billboards okay fair because, enough uh, you can't escape billboards no They're, and and you know when you're driving a horse and buggy you're going slow by that thing. plenty of time <laughs> you can just look at trump yep just that the, big orange pumpkin on the side his, of the road with his arm around an amish person <laughs> Talking about how plain he is. I got I'm lots the best of, at being plain. I got lots of Amish friends. I've got the best Amish friends. Believe me, I'm I'm plain. I don't I don't like technology. I don't use technology. I got the best non-use of technology you've ever seen. Trust me. Believe me. <laughs> yeah. So people are actually wondering how do you sell a man who is known for his uh, uh, vanity, right? And uh, you know. Everything about Shameless him self-promotion. is the opposite of an Amish person. <laughs> he's growing all of his hair in the it's wrong in the, places. Totally the yeah. He's he, yeah. yeah. Everything about him is the opposite of Amish. <laughs> but that's not going to stop this group from trying. Uh, apparently, the Amish. I would have guessed if you had asked me, I would have thought that the Amish didn't vote. Oh, they, interesting. You know, they, they probably just don't want to participate. In this in this corrupt system, blah blah blah, I mean, or not something that the evangelicals like that. used to say, but apparently right. no, they vote. Hmm. Uh, they tend to uh, vote, you know, for the conservative candidate, hmm. uh, which makes sense, I guess, so, uh, sure. on a certain level. Uh, and uh, but uh, yeah, That's they really uh, they weird. they really really are trying. You know, the Trump supporters are trying their their darndest. Because I mean, think about it. the 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 Amish are centered in swing states. Okay, Pennsylvania, right? Ohio, and Ohio. Yeah. Those are like the big Amish places, and those are important electoral 
states. A quick Googling came up with about 250,000 total Amish people in the U.S. Yeah. So in a, that, in a, in a close in race. S- in swing states, I suppose that could be of use. Yeah. It's not a huge every block. Li- every little bit counts. Well, they're not throwing tons of money at this. Right. Um, uh, so far. But you don't want to leave stones unturned. No Amish. You don't want to leave barns unraised <laughs> uh, when it comes to p- politics. Well, they're betting uh, f- uh, the 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 sum, the whopping sum of forty one thousand dollars. That's how much the pack has to spend. Wow! To uh, get to the Amish. Wow! That's how much they're forty one thousand dollars. <laughs> I feel like you could re- re- reach them all with like ten thousand dollars. If you just like paint it on their barns, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, Dan. Uh, but it is fascinating. Uh, the it's called the um, the Plain Voter Project. Oh, oh, <laughs> or the PVP. Just planes. They're just plain voters. <laughs> well, uh, voting for plain Mr. Trump. Yes, so plain. So <laughs> so spare are his needs. <laughs> He only needs 10 toilets in his uh, apartment, and only uh, four of them are gilded in gold. I so mean, plain. plain. Just plain. He's just plain. Uh, I'm going to go to uh, another part of the world where people aren't plain. Uh, oh, yeah? Israel. Oh. Where fancy hats abound. <laughs> uh, actually, they're pretty plain. Lots of, lots yeah. of black suits with white shirts. They're, 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 yeah, they're, they're sort of plain. Um. Although they, they do have some lovely accessories. They have some interesting accessories. Anyway, uh, there's, been some, there's been hubbub at the Western Wall. Not hubbub. Oh, yes. A, 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 a full-on to-do at the <laughs> Western Wall. No. Uh, where a, a group of mixed-gendered reform and conservative Jews uh-huh. were w- trying to worship at a section of the Western Wall, oh, the, no. the main section of the Western Wall, right. which is controlled by ultra-Orthodox yeah. Jews. Yeah, okay. So, this was government-sanctioned. The government said they were allowed to do this, okay. which is apparently a thing. You have to get government sanction. But that wall is still controlled by uh, a rabbi, uh, <laughs> Rabbi Shmuel Rabinowitz, who is the rabbi who oversees the wall. Okay. How- <laughs> and so... Here's what happened. They went to do their prayer thing, no. and a bunch of Orthodox, ultra-Orthodox uh, Jew men. Jew men. Okay. Jewish males <laughs> came in, and at first they, their plan was to sing over them so that their their, oh, their yeah. service could not be mm-hmm. heard. Yeah. Um, it's always a good move. Yeah, yeah. And then they just started... Uh, then they started like whistling, and then they started shouting, and then they started spitting on people. Then they okay. started throwing they the line. Cross the line. They're throwing water bottles at them. No. Like, yeah. And here's the thing: as this gets more and more out of hand, the police who are there in force do nothing. Uh, presumably because no, it seems like uh, they, the the they've got the ortho, ultra orthodox seem to have it all under control. Yeah, you know, clearly they they were doing the they somebody was already doing their job. It was fine. Yeah. <laughs> this is uh, it's probably not the first time they've seen something similar. Well, uh the the speculation is that uh Rabbi Rabinowitz actually ordered the police not to do anything. He has that authority. And apparently has that kind of power there. 
I'm sorry. This place is a theocracy, and fuck it. Like, it's bullshit. Like, if, if, if Jews cannot agree among themselves about civil behavior with each other, even if, like, I get it. You don't like, you know. Well, he has agreed. Oh, he's agreed among himself, <laughs> Rabbi Rabbi Rubinowitz. Yeah, yeah he, he's got it all figured out, Dan. See, now Rabbi Shlomo Amar, who is one of the country's two chief rabbis. Okay. Yeah. Uh, see, now the con- the conservative and uh, and uh, now the conservatives are not the ultra orthodox, but the conservative and the reform uh, Jews will have their own section of of the Western Wall. Uh, well, it's not the wall itself; it's like a place near the wall i guess it's the arch there's there's a uh robinson's arch where they go to pray normally sound very jewish to me right robinson <laughs> robinson's arch right okay it's it's next to jones's uh <laughs> brick sphere or whatever <laughs> uh anyway uh but they had a, but recent so part this may have been a reaction this this service may have been a reaction to the fact that they held an Orthodox prayer service at the Arch. Okay. And, cost, and contrary to the custom of that site, they actually put up, a, erected a mechitza. Mechitza, I'm going to say is the pronunciation. That's okay. just a guess. Which is a separation barrier between the male and female wor- ah, worshippers. And that's not how they normally do it at no, the Arch. No, no. Ar- at the Arch. But were they accommodated? Uh, yes, they okay. were. Okay. Uh, so so they, they say that this is a... Uh, so that so they say that this was a bit of a response to that, but yeah, no, it's a it's a mess over there. That's what I'm getting at. I feel like they can't even like yeah. I mean, how are we going to solve the Israeli Palestinian conflict if they can't even solve the Jewish Jewish conflict? It's it's a conundrum. It's 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 a mess. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, Dan. <laughs> That's difficult. Yeah. Well, uh I've got the story of something amazing happening okay. in the Vatican. Ooh. Apparently, I'm not quite sure why this is a headline, but it is. <laughs> okay. Pope Francis pets a tiger, <laughs> comma, and both show mercy. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Meaning- the, t- the tiger showing mercy by is not, not by eating not him? not eating him, and Pope Francis showing mercy because- uh, apparently, we're in the middle of the uh, Jubilee of Mercy. Mm-hmm. It's the Extraordinary Jubilee of Mercy. Oh, uh, it's a uh, three hundred almost a almost a full year worth of jubilation uh, at wow. the Vatican. Of course, the Pope actually wanted this to be a global thing. He wanted people to be thinking about be mercy merciful. for the year. Yeah, I remember like last spring he came out with. Or maybe last, it was this spring, he came out with this proclamation thing. Oh, yeah. You know, Everybody be the, merciful. This, over this next year, you know, we're going right. to be practicing mercy and crap. Seems um, to be working great. Seems to be working wonderfully. <laughs> well, the uh, the Jubilee, this for whatever reason, uh, had a tiger <clears throat> at this uh, very strange celebration uh, where there were also... Uh, acrobats uh-huh. and magicians right as so, you do the pope was presented with a bird of prey <laughs> and was given a white magician's hat um uh, he uh 
great. Yeah. He, Thanks for the falcon, everybody. So he says to this <laughs> crowd of performers, you enrich, you, wow. you enrich society in the whole world with these qualities, also with the ambition to stroke feelings of hope and trust. He thanked the audience for taking their performance to the needy, including poor communities, the homeless pi uh, prisoners, and disadvantaged youths. Do they take the tiger to the prisoners and the I homeless? I think so, yeah. Sure, it's a, great. It's a six-month-old tiger, easily uh, distracted with a bottle of milk, apparently. Or bourbon. Uh, that's how they Whatever. kept him from biting the Pope's hand <laughs> as the Pope pet his head. Um, oh, my God. It's a... I'm completely baffled. I looked... I had to look it up. Apparently, if, if it doesn't work, if you try to make people be merciful... And it clearly has zero effect. Mm -hmm. Go to the animal kingdom. Yeah, well, there's plenty of animals out there. Sure, the whole uh, two day <clears throat> event. Yeah, um, which of course is part of this larger, almost year long jubilee. Yeah, uh, it was organized by the Pontifical Council for the Pastoral Care of Migrants and Itinerant People. Oh, so they had magicians and totally makes sense and acrobats and. Tigers and I feel birds of like prey I remember this. This was like last season on Game of Thrones, <laughs> or was it this season on Game of Thrones? I can't, I'm, I'm getting it all mixed up, but I, I remember this. He's the high sparrow has a tiger. I don't, I'm not sure. It's something like that. It's one of the stranger things I've, I, I mean, <laughs> honestly, like the headline, I was just like, how is, how is this a story? And then they don't even use it as a real jumping off point to really talk about the this you know jubilee of mercy right right they mentioned that it's part of the jubilee of mercy like we know what that is yeah and then they just kind of go on and talk about the performance <laughs> i mean the I things think... that were going on and i don't know how that's a real story you lived in rome you know it's, it's that tiger thing well, that it's they do. always an event when a tiger shows up it, well you isn't know? it just though i mean yeah if a tiger showed up right now That'd be it an would event. Be an event. We had a. Did you did you read about the 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 cat that escaped in the, in our zoo, just like a couple oh, yeah, weeks yeah, ago? Yeah, yeah, and they we tranquilized some, it. Yeah, we had some sort of this cat was escape right after the gorilla was killed. <laughs> right, that was or wherever. That was, was not good. That was not good. Yeah, uh, I'm going to take us to Chihuahua, Mexico, mm. uh, and then pretty quickly out of Chihuahua because in Chihuahua, four Mormon missionaries. Uh, were arrested and detained. Oh, no. Uh, and For have, what? Well, apparently they decided they were going to get their baptism numbers up by baptizing four boys who uh, had, without obtaining proper uh, parental permission oh, to Jesus do so. Christ. <laughs> they attempted to baptize uh, a nine-year-old and two 11-year-olds. Oh, maybe it's only three boys. Anyway. So they, were they playing the baptism game? <laughs> yeah, and like I don't. Apparently, they were just like, "Hey!" Yeah. But apparently, they promised the boys food to come into the church. They basically lured them in, like the wicked witch in Hansel and Gretel movies. Yeah, or movies, stories, whatever. Movies that that wonderful. I'm sure trilogy. there was a. I'm sure a there was a movie at some point. <laughs> There's a whole series. <laughs> Part yeah. two: The Witch Returns. Ah, oh, I thought we baked her. Ah. <laughs> Yeah, no. So they lured these boys in and then told them to ch like you can't be worse than this. You lure little boys into a building with food with promises no. of candy. 
Then you tell them to change their clothes and get into a baptismal font. Like, you can't get worse than that. It's <laughs> At what point? I mean, some one of these four missionaries had to have the thought that this felt a little predatory. That this uh, felt a little... You'd wait, think... Guys, does this kind of feel like child abduction is, to you? Does, does, isn't, weren't no. we told as kids we're not just to offering them candy from strangers? We're just offering them food and Jesus. It'll be great. They'll be saved. It's perfect. Uh, no. It's okay. amazing. Uh, so these, they've been, they were released um, from, from uh, prison or from custody and mm-hmm. have been quickly and summarily sent to a different place. I think probably separate places all over the world. Yeah. Rather than uh I don't I don't think that they're going they were going to face any justice. To be fair to the Mormon religion, this is clearly against their policies. Yeah. You're not allowed to do this. No. But, but uh yeah, that's there's a there but but culturally on a mission. Now I didn't serve in a place where there was a lot of like stress put on numbers right because because you can't convert anybody pointless. in rome <laughs> that would have been po- absolutely pointless and we all would have been really depressed in ways other than our the depression we already felt right um and so but but yeah this is it's it's cultural in a lot of these it's just systemic it's about yeah missions. it's about how it's, many people you can get baptized it's about and, how and, many and these guys it's a lot of these missionaries that the having the best numbers is really important to them right and well it means that they're the most uh holy and sanctified it means they're the most jesusy they win at jesus yeah i mean yeah i guess in some way so they can delude themselves into thinking that's what it is. Most get, of them just want to be a zone to go to super duper heaven or a zone zone leader, not zone president. Yeah. Zone leader or AP or whatever. <laughs> like that's what they're really striving for. They're like trying to get those cushy positions Yeah, because then that signals back home that, wow, they're really, yeah. they've been a good missionary. Then, then the car that mom and dad will buy you when you get back from your mission will be <laughs> even nicer. <laughs> Indeed. Okay. All right. Well, Dan. Yeah. So, have you ever wondered what Jesus smells like? All the time. <laughs> it's it's Can the you only make thing... some predictions. Maybe like, what do you think Jesus smells like? And if you say what this little girl says he smells like, I'm going to be really mad. It, what, oh, what he smells like. Not smells. what he smelled like. Because what no. he smelled like was a man who lived in the desert. Yeah. And didn't have uh, and didn't and had no tradition of like daily cleansing. Probably not. Yeah, but uh, I, if it's a little like girl, now, if you were to have, let's say, a near death experience, Dan, <laughs> oh, God. and you found yourself in heaven sitting on Jesus's lap, oh, uh, and were a fourteen-year-old girl from Oklahoma, a fourteen-year-old, so not a little girl, not a little girl, fourteen-year-old. Although the photo of her makes her look quite young. Okay, but. The the article says she's 14. You just said that you'd get mad at me if I guessed correctly, so I'm not going to guess. You just tell us what it is. Uh, f- fresh clothes out of a dryer. <laughs> That's what he smells like. Well, of He's course got green he eyes and scraggly hair, and he smells like fresh clothes out of a dryer. He smells like gain. Yeah. He, sm- he smells like... like dryer yeah. sheets. Dryer sheets. That's what she's- Bounce. Bounce. Oh. <laughs> 
And the, and behold, the Lord did come to them and had unto him no static cling. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, let's see. What's her name? Kyla Roberts, 14 years old, was in a horrible um, automobile accident. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, she's had a recovery that uh, many have called miraculous. Oh, hooray. You know. Miracles. No thanks to the doctors, I'm sure. Thanks, miracles. Uh, she... Well, people are accepting her her version of of Jesus. Oh, good lord! And uh, of course, they've been asking her to go on with her story and to describe heaven in general. What do you remember of heaven? Mm. What did you see while you were there? Um, she she really can't describe heaven because she says it was too bright. Oh, <laughs> it was just too bright in heaven. Uh, so she couldn't really see, but she could she could see Jesus's. Uh, Green eyes. Remember that detail. And scraggly hair. So um, apparently, if you go on to, what was it? Meetjesus.com? What was it? Uh, There's a website. God damn it. Neardeath.com. Oh. That's near-death.com. Oh, I like it. You can find stories. Yeah. uh, People's own accounts of uh, their their near-death experience and meeting Jesus. Yeah. One Miss Valvita Jones <laughs> says that Jesus... Which is, which is obviously a, a <laughs> drag name. That is, that is not a real person's so, name. When she met uh, Jesus, she says Jesus has dark brown uh, and light red wavy hair. Uh-huh. Uh, blue piercing transparent eyes. Right. And olive and light golden skin. Lorraine Tutmark describes him as having... Quote, auburn wavy hair and beautiful, large, full of meaning eyes. Full of meaning eyes, right. Mm-hmm. Full of uh, meaning. It's, I'm very glad he didn't have dead zombie <laughs> eyes. That's good. Uh, there's uh, Susan, no last name, says that Jesus has dark brown hair and dark brown eyes. Mm. Uh, Clara notes that Jesus has dark brown shoulder length hair, dark eyes with black around eyelids i don't know what that means it means, eyes of it means li- he does his makeup well eyes of liquid love <laughs> <laughs> wow and olive skin um i like so, i like the olive skin thing because it still imagines that he was actually a middle easterner mm-hmm. but then it's like but then they're like but blue eyes because he's white right obviously auburn hair right yeah exactly right yeah he doesn't have black hair no come on He's not that Green Jewy. Eyes. I mean, he's Jewy, but he's not that Jewy. Come on. He's got red hair, green eyes, or blue eyes. Yeah. And uh, and he's a little swarthy. A little on the tan side. Olive. Little, olive. He's, just, he's got that lovely... Glow. Enviable olive... Oh, don't olive we... Olive tone. Isn't it what we all want, really? Mm, I it's know. It's just that just right it's skin just tone. Perfect. Yeah. Got a little bit of just a hue to it other than pasty. Right. And uh, not quite nice. mocha skin, but maybe latte. <laughs> a very light latte. <laughs> oh, Nonetheless, my God. Um, yeah. So not, not, nobody can agree on Jesus. No. Um, however, the, the, the article did note that her, the fact that she actually remembers how Jesus smelled was unique. Well, that, that was that was a new one. And isn't it shocking that all these people seem to have come up with a description of Jesus, including her smell, that they find personally comforting? Oh, yeah. 
Isn't that amazing that like, wow, Jesus happened to smell like one of her favorite smells right. in her life. Didn't smell like anise. <laughs> right, 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 yeah. Didn't smell like curry. <laughs> just just smelled like the thing that felt warm and comforting. There was a certain piquant quality. <laughs> he smelled like a, like a really expensive, but a bit on the smelly side, <laughs> cheese. Like, clearly this has been, this is a, a crafted artisan mm-hmm, cheese. Mm-hmm. But t- t- cheese, nonetheless. Yeah, some... Uh, a dairy... Yeah. Smell. <laughs> Fruity esters and peppery fennels. Mmm. With nuances of toast. Oh, so if you guys have anything you'd like to add to any of this conversation so far, feel free to do so. You can write into us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or you can call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424 424- Six 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 eight four four two. Yes, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash TGIAtheist, and click that like button. And while you're on Facebook, why don't you search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge? It's a free group. Oh, I, it is I, free. It is free. This is the second time I've done this. It's, an, it's a closed group. Yeah, you can't, you can't just get in. But we'll freely let you in as long as you're who you say you are. Right. You're actually an atheist, and you know what it is. Yep. So. Uh, yes. Hey, just before we go into our our beautiful, our really nice mm. uh, audio for the day, lovely. Uh, I wanted to talk about loot crate real Please quick. Please do, Dan. Uh, it, if you like the music of a loot and are and wish to have a loot sent to your house every day, uh, lootcrate.com is the place. I for don't you. think that's what it is, Dan. What? <laughs> what? It's not. <laughs> no. It's not lootcrate.com. It's, it's a it's a box of loot. Oh, you got your loot. Dan. <laughs> okay. L O O T C R A T E. Lootcrate.com. And they mean cool geek shit. Yeah. Can cool. I say that? Sure. Do they allow me to call it? <laughs> we can say whatever we want. Anyway, but uh, it is, it's it's cool stuff. It's well made. Every week or week, every month, uh you'll with your subscription to Loot Crate, you'll get uh cool t-shirts, mm-hmm. toys, awesome uh you know, like Marvel co- like comic book themed Things, right. not just Marvel, DC too. They go in all directions. They do everything. There was Star Trek with our thing. Star Trek, yeah. sure. Star Wars, sure. If you no, it doesn't matter which stars you like. It's all going to come to you, and it's going to be cool. Yeah. It's not like lame stuff. It's actually cool. It's cool geek it's stuff. Cool lame stuff. Is it's, that what you were about to say? Yeah, it's the coolest of the lamest. No, it's no, a, no. it's really cool stuff. It's actually really cool stuff. Yeah, I was so. I was uh, pleasantly surprised when I opened my loot crate. Yeah. So if you want to to uh, to participate in this and help us out, uh, help Frank and me out, uh, you go to lootcrate.com slash tgi atheist. Lootcrate.com slash tgi atheist, and you'll right. and then you can sign up there. Now. Uh, I want everyone to prep themselves uh, for a song. This is this is uh, a singer. He's he's very good uh, by his own admission, and uh, and this is why we we can all be glad we don't go to church. Well, this next and final song is going to be one that has made me pretty famous over the last few years. Um, it has took me a lot of places I didn't think I would be at. Um, but it was the first time on stage, New Year's Eve 2002, uh, with one of the best quartets out there today, Brian Free and Assurance. And I was pli- uh, privileged to be able to sing this one with Brian Free. And uh, I don't know if I beat him that night or not, but ever since uh, then we've had competitions. I've wore him out. 
Um, not to make me look good or anything, but that's what happened. But uh, this is one that also uh, my friends at my hometown church, Gospel Light Baptist Church in Salisbury, North Carolina, has uh, really made uh, their top choice. So therefore, we're going to finish off with this one. It's called Looking for City. Looking for a city built above, looking for a city where I'll never die, where the same in millions never say goodbye, there we'll meet our Savior, and our love was true, come our Holy Spirit. Broken a Geneva Convention by playing that. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh, he, oh. That, he's famous. It's made him famous. I, I, and I can see why. Well, it's had 800,000 views. Well, yeah. So. Uh, look, looking for a city, or looking for the key, yeah. uh, to the song, yeah, or look. I just love that, like. He the the pianist starts out. He cues the pianist. Yeah. Pianist launches in, and then he can't find it. And then he the pianist refuses to slow down. <laughs> pianist is like, "I've started, bitch. You better start singing." <laughs> it is amazing. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, Frank and I were just squealing with delight at that one. <laughs> uh, really weird. I don't get it. All right. Who lets him up there? <laughs> yeah. He had to have some sense. Yeah. He has performed multiple times. This isn't his first try. Yeah. He, he's clearly performed multiple times. How does that happen? <laughs> that I mean, if ever there was proof that there is no God, it is that man <laughs> performing that song uh, more than once in front yeah, of human yeah, beings. Yeah, indeed. All right. And he, he's just... Weird dumpy man sitting on the the for no apparent reason sitting on the arm of a wingback chair on the stage. I don't know. It's the weirdest. Anyway, uh, there you go. Uh, all right, you ready, Frank? Yeah, we're launching in. Oh no! First, you gotta we we we've got some donors to thank. Yeah, I want to thank uh, some new donors on Patreon. Let's do that. Uh, it, we skipped it last week. Oh, whoops! By accident. Sorry, guys. Uh, but. That means we just have more people to thank this week, which yeah. is a good thing. Yeah. All right. We got Bill, Renate, Quincy, Adam, Rex, Torsten, Lincoln, and Sean. Nice. So thank you guys. Thank you so much. It, it, 
it, it's helping us do some things that we're we're pretty excited about doing, and uh, and we and helping us just do this. It's a, it's it, yeah. absolutely necessary for us to uh, to continue. So we really appreciate our uh, our patrons. It's something that you can do too. You can go to thankgodimatheist.com and click on the Patreon link, mm-hmm. uh, and that will get you there. It, it, you know, just one dollar uh, per episode uh, pledge is super helpful. Not really a pledge. It's just a subscription or whatever patronage. So yeah, we really, uh, we really appreciate that guys. Thanks. Yes. Thank you so much. Okay. So this thing happened in Florida. Uh, I think I'm going to give you the first and last word on this, uh, as, as the, as the, the gay member of our resident homo as the resident gay person. I think, uh, I think your voice is the most important in this discussion. Well, um, but we do need to discuss, we need to discuss it. The events and yeah, without going into any detail because everybody should know. We already know the details. That's, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's not, that's not the point. Um, you know, there a lot of a lot of different issues have have been coming up this week um, in the media. The media is asking a lot of questions, and I think people in general are, you know, this is the kind of thing where you try to figure out, you you try to parse it out, right? You try yeah. to figure out why. It's the one question that I think everybody wants or feels the need to have answered. Yeah, right? what could have possibly led to this? Right, um, and you know, a lot of a lot of details about um, the shooter's life. Uh, and who he was have have come out uh and there it's a fucking mixed bag of weird shit um the latest thing i heard just on the radio just this morning driving over um the, is that they've they've really that that he the, his profile does not fit that of a radicalized terrorist that he this is he fits the 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 profile of just a typical mass shooter, right? <laughs> um, someone who had a very troubled um, youth and who, uh, you know, so forth and so on. Well, right? but he clearly um, targeted a very specific group of people. Yes, yes, but I, I, yes. And that makes him different than a lot of the mass shooters who just target a target. Yeah, well, I mean, who knows how he came up with the idea specifically of that club or gay club or whatever. I mean, he's apparently, according to the media, again, he's uh, spent some time on social, like gay social media. And, and, and in that very club. Um, and in that very club. So, um, I, And so th- there's, th- there's, you know, speculation about his own sexuality mm-hmm. at this point. Uh, was he wrestling with... Um, you know, some internalized homophobia or whatnot. But I think what what we really want to get to here is because this is, thank God I'm atheist, right? Yeah. And I think the question that, 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 that we should probably spend a little bit of time addressing is the role that religion and religious teachings and the, 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 the willingness to, to teach hate mm apparently in conservative conservative religions um that's directed toward all sorts of people but gay people are are part of it right and uh you know what what can the consequences be both to an individual who may feel attraction to members of his own sex right right um 
and uh, and what that does to that person's psyche. Right. And especially when it's a, a religion like Islam, which there's been a lot of talk about, you know, uh, more liberal factions of, of Islam and, and uh, you know, there have been images of, of um, women in hijabs, you know, holding up signs and sort of mourning along with Orlando. Right. Yeah. And uh, that's all fine and good. And that's important. And, and it's well, and, and it's appreciated. And it's, it's good that pe- people who have actual real consciences that exist outside of what they were taught at their mosque or church um, or synagogue for that matter. Right. Um, that, that, that they're able to, to, to parse it out and to figure it out and to realize that, 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 that it's, it's not, it's not that big. Gay people aren't that bad. Right. And yeah. that no, no, no matter what a shooting of this kind, uh, absolutely should, is just appalling and, and, and just unacceptable behavior by a supposedly religious person. Um, but here's the thing: we we've we've got a real problem here. Yeah. Uh, and and part of that problem is 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 sort of summed up for me, in uh in in one person. There's a there was a, a man named uh, Doctor Farouk. Where is he? Oh, my internet's not working. Farouk something or other. Uh, sec. Oh, I can't even. I, now that it's up, I can't even pronounce it. Okay. Sekalesh Sekaleshfar. Oh, kidok. Um, he's I, he's uh, I believe in uh, an Iranian uh, imam who goes. He was on the lecture circuit. He's on the 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 Muslim lecture circuit. He gave a speech in Orlando only a couple months ago. Okay, back in March at uh, at a uh, at a Islamic center there. Mm-hmm. He is famous for uh, basically unapologetically stating that the the Quran says and it's true he says we shouldn't be he's in one of his speeches a, a while back uh, he, he said we shouldn't be embarrassed that the Quran says that the punishment for for homosexuality is death mm-hmm. that's just what it says that's right. what it is and there is a punishment for it and it's death and he's went on to say some crazy shit about like it let it's merciful to kill the gays and we blah 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 <laughs> And then he, and then after this uh, event happens, suddenly he's saying, "No, no, no! Of course we condemn this. Of course we condemn an act like this. This is barbarism." And you know, I was having an intellectual discussion. I'm having an intellectual conversation yeah, about about theology, and I'm you know, and this is I wasn't advocating for this. I'm just sort of talking about what the Quran says. And it's like, I'm sorry, you can't have it two ways. Right. You can't. Right. And that's and this is a problem with Islam. It is a problem with Christianity. Mm-hmm. They they believe in these ancient books that say something horrific. Yeah. And if you preach the book and then also preach something that's not in the book, mm-hmm. you can't. I hold you responsible for the negative actions of someone taking you seriously. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Dan, and I, and I, I completely agree with you. Um, it's, you know, in, in the first moments when I first heard about this, um, you and I exchanged some, a couple texts and I was like, Hey, we should 
because we hadn't posted the show from last week. We'd already right. recorded, right? But we hadn't posted yet. And I was like, you know, should we maybe tack something on to the beginning of the show? And and I sat down to kind of think through what that might look like, right? And I started just typing out something to say, right? Mm. Uh, which, is, of course, is not how we do it. We don't do sort of pre pre thought out right <laughs> you'll all be shocked to learn that we don't write scripts for ourselves for the, for our show uh, and so the, the 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 you know but i i felt that it was kind of the thing that i if we were if we had done it uh, i wanted it to be something that was actually fairly succinct and right and uh and that got to the point quickly so that the show could just play after right. it uh and ultimately after uh, about a page and a half um, <laughs> of of frantic typing. Right. I backed off and poured myself a glass of wine, and was like, "This isn't. This doesn't work. This is so filled with anger, and mm. um, it's just not. It, it's not dialed in. It doesn't feel like us. It doesn't. Um, you know. I mean." Anger is is a real thing in these. It's a it's a legitimate response. Yeah. Uh, in in these moments, um, but I wanted I wanted and hoped that we would be able to get to something that's a little bit more uh, reasoned. Yeah. Uh, than 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 the anger. But some of the things that were on my mind immediately were the roles that moderates the the role of the moderate believer, right? Yeah. Um, and how are they? complicit do they do they share in the responsibility um for the more radical um wings of 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 their faith if they don't out and out condemn these kinds of actions before they happen i would say that they're complicit even when they condemn because in the same breath they will condemn these actions but they will still preach the same thing there's still this problem that they have with, you know, I, well, I, I, read, I, went, I mean, I, this guy is not the best example. No, because no, that was clearly, an extreme. That was an he's extreme already example. on the extreme. But you but know what, what about the, the, you know, a, 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 a moderate imam who doesn't doesn't go to those parts of the Quran. Sure. Never teaches from those parts of the Quran. Again, right? I hold that person accountable. And here's why. You know, I read an, a really interesting uh, uh article where um a bishop uh was he catholic i think he was episcopal okay. uh bishop was basically saying uh all of these religions all the major abrahamic religions mm-hmm. uh target and breed contempt for gays lesbians and i and and it was nice you know it was a it was a lovely uh sort of self-reflective piece mm-hmm. uh i think he wrote it for the the huffington post mm-hmm. and i uh I, I still think it doesn't matter because you're still preaching a book that has this stuff in it. Yeah. And you're still, and you're still claiming that it's the true and accurate word of God. And mm-hmm. I don't care how fucking moderate your talk is. Right. If you grant assent to that language, you're part of the problem. And you may be more a part of the problem because you're confused because you're confusing people. So now what you've done it mm. because there's the other problem is that 
in order for uh, – is that there's this sort of gentleman's agreement, and we've talked about this before on the show, among religions not to criticize each other because, because you know, that, that's attacking someone's religion and religion is sacred and religion is holy and we don't get to talk about it. It's right. off the table in terms of the conversation. Right. Because – and to some extent it's because, you know, if, you, if I get to talk about your religion – then my religion is open for discussion. And you're talking theology here. Right. Yeah. And, and there's no, I'm right, you're wrong. There's right. just belief. There's just faith. There's no way to determine. There's one God and many paths to him. Right. Or sort of whatever. Thing. Right. That right. kind of. Right. And thinking. as long as it's breeding goodness, then oh, blah, blah, blah. Well, but guess it's not what? Breeding goodness. A lot of times it's not. Right. And you can't, and as, you know, as hard as you want to backpedal, mm-hmm. you can't pedal around things that are in your book and not we're not just talking about the old testament here new testament says things yeah quran says things all of these all of these books can be easily perverted and Mm -hmm. i and i you know we you glossed over it a little bit but i think it's absolutely essential to understand that probably the shooter was gay Mm -hmm. and if this and if you tell a gay man that he is awful that he is the worst kind of sinner mm-hmm. just for having the thoughts that he was born with, just for being attracted to the people to whom he is attracted. Mm-hmm. If that person isn't a stable, you know, well-adjusted human being, of course bad shit's going to happen. Yeah. Of course horrible things are going to come of that. Yeah. Now, most people, even if they are told that, even if they internalize horrible things about themselves, because this happens to gay people all over the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, you experienced it as a Mormon. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you, you're told you're bad. You're told you're you're a sinner. You're told all of this stuff. Most people are well-adjusted enough to just make that about themselves. And yeah, they'll it'll still fuck them up, mm-hmm. but they're not going to go shooting anybody. Right. But can we be surprised that there was someone who was just fucked up enough yeah. that that was enough to push them over the edge? I don't think we can. I think that yeah. that message, a message of, you know, love one another and hate yourself or even just hate other people is too much for us to ask a human being, especially someone who uh, who doesn't have good emotional tools in their arsenal yeah. to deal with. Which, yeah, and it seems like his childhood was particularly troubled. Um, right. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a very... Um, I guess it's a very rude awakening, right? Mm. Uh, the, the, I think it's been very easy for those of us who live in safe places, um, and I'm speaking of gay people who live in safe places, um, to have start. Have, have, we've there's been all this progress, right? Mm. Um, and uh, you know, we we live in a state that has actually has uh, workplace. Um, and housing protections for the LGBT community. Finally. Uh, finally, but we do. But it's not like we were the last state to get there. There's right. There's only like 31 states that do have those protections in right. place. Uh, Meaning someone can fire someone just for being gay. Just for being gay. And there's no recourse. Yeah. Someone can kick someone out of their, their rental property mm-hmm. just for being gay. Yes. No recourse. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, we have that here. And so... And, and, you know, gay marriage is legal now. And that was like the big, the big fight. Right. <clears throat> the big thing that the, that the community kind of 
excuse me, really felt was going to be the silver bullet as far as like broader acceptance in the culture and, right. and everything. And and then something like this happens, and uh, it, it brings up all of all of these issues, and uh, and it and it reminds us of the the hostility that continues to um, be directed toward the gay community. Yeah, and you know uh, the, the the whole thing that it was actually a gay club that was targeted is just doubly insidious. I mean, it would have been one thing to, to, to target a gay pride parade. Right. right? Um, it, but actually going to one of the few safe zones that the gay community has traditionally felt. Right. Especially in more hostile areas. Um, it, it's just it's just such a just a slap in the face. And, right. I mean, well, to, well, that's just you, right you, saying it that way. But, you take a, a vulnerable population. Yeah. And then you go to one of the few safe havens that they have mm-hmm. where, where, you know, it's for them. Mm-hmm. They're not bothering anybody outside of it. Yeah. And they're, they're just there to feel safe. Right. And you and, take that away from them. Yeah. It's and it, unconscionable. It, it's, you know, I actually, um, on, uh, NPR the other evening, uh, yesterday or the day before, mm-hmm. um, Ari Shapiro, who is one of the anchors of all things considered. Right. right? He's a he's a gay man, right? You know, um, and he they they let him sort of break the the from the news, right? And he started speaking in first person about what gay clubs have meant to him, mm. and that he actually had passed through Pulse at one point. Wow, um, about ten years ago, and he ends up getting. Uh, a guy on the phone who was a bartender there when when he had passed through mm-hmm. and had actually i mean it wasn't like a friendship that they'd kept up but he actually still had his number in his phone mm-hmm. right <laughs> which is he had probably remarkable. passed through the bartender as well <laughs> if you know what i'm saying it, well who knows <laughs> um it sounds like they just went out for um that it was a the, the bartender had invited him out to for the following night with all of his friends. Oh, cool. To go to another club. Right. Um, and uh, blah, 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 whatever. Right. Uh, and, you know, and it made me kind of start to think about, you know, I'm not, I, I never really was one who went out to the bar a lot. Right. Um, I definitely never went as just like to go find community there. I already right. had my community and, 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 and I would go with my friends. Sure. To the gay bar. Um, but it, it is amazing what that space does mean to the gay community Yeah, and what, uh, protected and safe place. And it's, it's very strange to feel <laughs> such violation, Yeah, you know, um, surrounding those kind of space. It's, it's, a, it's a very, very, um, it, it's been a very rough week. Yeah. Strangely. Um, I've, I've been very, um, emotions have been extremely raw all week. It's um, been really, yeah. It, it's, it's hit me hard for some reason. Um, for very good reason, I think. Well, yeah, but like, I mean, I think it's hit everyone, you know? Yeah. Um, then there've been some really remarkable things. I don't know if you saw Spencer Cox. Yes. Our, speech. the Lieutenant governor of, of Utah, yeah. which believe me, 
you don't expect you as a Utah, you understand just sort of as part of the deal. Yeah. If something comes out of the governor's office after a tragedy that, especially something involving gay people, you brace for the worst. <laughs> you're you're not going to be happy. Well, or it's just going to be empty. Yeah. Right. Like right. they're not going to say something really bad about this, but they. It'll be platitudes. It'll yeah. be it'll be political. Yeah. No, exactly. he went full human. Yeah. On the thing, it's yeah. a it's a remarkable speech. I, it made some national headlines. If uh -huh. you you should look it up, he he gave a very heartfelt uh, speech about about uh, understanding gay people more and about uh -huh. and about. It was really amazing. Yeah, yeah, it really was. And so I don't know, like the, it's it's a bizarre time that we live in um, with regards to you know just gender politics yeah. and how they continue to play out and the the i the the one thing that i guess i could hope if there can be anything that good come out of this is that people maybe will do some serious uh introspection mm. and really think about um their own biases and yeah. uh the bad negative feelings that, that they've harbored uh, the, the the line that sticks out from spencer cox's speech in my mind is he said he said he, he said i'm speaking to my straight friends now when you heard that 49 americans were mm. shot down um what was your reaction and he goes and now here's the harder question when you found out that it was in a gay bar at 2 a.m did your feelings change yep and if they did then we've We've got a problem. And that's a problem. Yeah. Yep. So. So that. It, yeah. So here we are. We've got we've we, we've got a. a, 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 a an atrocity yeah. that cannot that is inexplicable or, or inextricably linked to religion. You yeah. cannot extricate religion from yeah. this uh, thing, even and, if he's not and, even if he's not a jihadist. Right. Even if it's nothing to do with with uh, with ISIS or or, or uh, you know setting up some sort of uh, Islamic state or mm -hmm. anything like that, even it's still com it's still uh, permanently and totally linked to the religion yeah. that taught him this outdated and uh, and and hateful uh, uh, doctrine. Yeah, and you know, and and and. To not, I mean, this is the issue that's clearly at play for us and for this podcast. Um, there are other issues. Oh, there's a which, lot of issues. We're just sort of uh, very neatly. You'll notice uh, avoiding no one said the word gun on our program <laughs> as we discuss. And we're not. However, <laughs> the one thing I read this great article uh, about. Um, and I mean, it was just an opinion piece more than anything. Sure. But it was um, someone sort of pointing out the fact that the uh, the gay community is extremely well organized. Mm. And now they have a really good reason to fight for some gun control. That, there you go. And the, Look the, out, the, NRA. The, the, you know, because let's face it, if you're like... You're already a targeted community. Right. Right. We're already a targeted community. Indeed. And so if if we live in this world that doesn't like us all that much, 
<laughs> right? Like, maybe we should, like, take up the cause of trying to make this country a little bit safer. Right. For everyone. Yeah. Uh, it's it's It was an interesting, it was like, it was a very, very interesting opinion piece. Yeah. Well, the gays are coming in our NRA. The NRA is not looking as strong as they used to after this week. No. There have been some very interesting developments on that front. And, uh, you know, yeah. I mean, I don't want to start up that discussion, but there's, boy, there's, I don't, I don't fully understand the argument that, that keeping, uh, <laughs> assault rifles out in, uh, people's hands is, is a, is a smart or good thing. Well, that's so. because you don't go pig hunting. <laughs> Whatever. All right. Well, all right. So ladies and gentlemen, uh, hug your gay friends. Uh, in this time of 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 difficulty, uh, and make sure that you know they know that you love them. Uh, and to all our gay listeners, we're with mm-hmm. you. We yeah. love you. And uh, and uh, yeah, we uh, we we sure do uh, not appreciate religion right now. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. I'm sitting here not appreciating religion currently. <laughs> don't appreciate you. Yeah, go yeah, go out and don't appreciate religion for a minute uh if you would like to participate in this conversation and i anticipate a few of you will um you can do so you can write into us at podcast at thankgodimatheist.com or you can leave us a voicemail message the telephone number is 424-666-8442 yeah we like to hear your voice uh in our show uh go to the facebook page please facebook.com slash tgiatheist and while on Facebook, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge and request to join. It's a closed group. You have to be let in. And uh, and don't forget, if you want to be a patron and support our our little show here, you can go to thankgodimatheist.com and click on the, uh, the Patreon button mm-hmm. and, uh, and join the, the, the mighty who support us. Yeah, indeed. All right. Well, thanks so much to the Red Rock Hot Club for the use of their music. Thanks, Mackenzie, for doing our Facebook page. Really appreciate you. And thank you, dear listener, for listening. Bye, guys. Bye.